Podcast Answer Man, episode number 131. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and of course, this podcast episode is sponsored by me. That's right. If you're looking for podcast audio equipment or consulting services, whether you just need a little bit of help or you need somebody to take you from the very beginning of podcasting all the way to get you up and running to the very end, I can help you there as well. Info over at podcastanswerman.com. And today's episode is very easy for me. Did not need to do a whole lot of show preparation for this week's episode at all because last week's episode of Podcast Answer Man generated a flurry of response uh, re- regarding the episode I did where I gave my initial reactions and and my not-so-initial reactions, some time-to-think-on-it reactions, uh, to Leo Laporte's talk that he gave to the online news media organization, whatever was that that thing was, that Leo did the video or, or did the speech for. But anyway, uh, generated a lot of response. Obviously, I was very passionate about the topic at hand. And uh, rather than just go on and on and on, I'm going to let things go with uh, your feedback. And to start things off, uh, the very first bit of feedback that I got was from Jeff Roney. And here's what Jeff had to say. Hey, Cliff. Uh, this is Jeff Roney calling or talking. And uh, I, I just want to respond really quick to what uh, Leo Laporte said, uh, podcasting is dead. Uh, Cliff, I, I've learned to kind of turn off all these people that we may have uh, grew up admiring when they say this is dead or that's dead or something's dead, whatever. Um, my, In my view, it means the old guard has left the keys in the car of podcasting and other things that they say are dead, and it's time for us to take over. So uh, there was a time when they may have been a leader, uh, Adam Curry, Leo Laporte, whoever, um, but that time's over. They moved on. They, they need to pay their bills, uh, which is fine. But now it's a time for us who have learned how to use it, but now can use it differently. And now to kind of adjust to the times. Um, I don't think podcasting's dead. I think that we can adjust. I think we can do like a Gary Vaynerchuk and do videos. I think we can do blogging. I think we can use a, a multi-angled um, system to get our message out because people like to read, people like to watch, and people like to listen. So, um, uh, you know, podcasting isn't dead. Um, uh, Leo Laporte, well, he's just adjusting his uh, his direction. So, I don't have uh, money to put two T1 lines in my house and, and do uh, video stuff all, all day. But anyway, um, he does, and that's fine. So, um, I don't know. Nothing's dead unless you stop using it. So that's it. See you. All right, Jeff. Thank you so much. Uh, absolutely. I totally agree with you. And, uh, and you know, Leo, I still look up to him and I still think that uh, he's 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 doing some interesting things. But, uh, you know, as far as uh, podcasting is concerned, I think it is a very valuable medium that will be here for the long haul. And, you know, I got some feedback uh, regarding an email. I believe my good friend, Professor Allen, he sent me uh, some feedback and, and I, I didn't print it out or anything like that. But it was something to the to the fact that, you know, he questioned whether or not I was overly optimistic about how much 
you know, I earn from, you know, you know, from podcasting, solely from podcasting. And, you know, there was some question as to, you know, well, honestly, how much of it is solely from producing content? And, well, one-third of my income is all that I earn and generate from uh, podcasting, like releasing content, recording and releasing content. Uh, but, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, my income, you know, making ends meet, um, which is something that is relatively new, by the way. And those of you who have been listening to Podcast Answer Man for a long time, you know that this is relatively new, that, you know, starting in August, we really caught fire. I mean, it's just been amazing, the amount of new calls, new clients that I'm picking up, uh, the amount of orders uh, for equipment that have come in since August has just been un. Believable, and it doesn't show any sign of slowing. Uh, in fact, I don't take I don't take any emails in as or respond to any emails hardly at all on Thursdays because I'm recording live shows and I'm looking at my inbox right now. And I opened it up right before I recorded the show just to kind of get a peek into what's happening there. Uh, and I see email after email after email. It's like, hey, Cliff, I'm looking at getting ready to get started in podcasting. I have only a basic understanding of what podcasting is, how I want to talk about, uh, I want to discuss how you can help me to actually take what I know and actually get this thing moving. Uh, equipment questions, you know, can I'd like to discuss this with you. I mean, it's just the, my inbox full with that stuff. And so when I say that I'm making, you know, I'm supporting a family of five on, you know, from podcasting, um, I still believe I still believe that I'm doing that because because, you know, when I'm podcasting, when I do consulting around podcasting, I believe it's all surrounding podcasting. Uh, But I, I guess it's a good clarification to say out there that, you know, I am not supporting a family of five right now on content alone, Uh, whereas uh, Leo Laporte, you know, his 1.5 million or whatever the revenue was over there, that is from, you know, money that's generated from producing that content that he puts out. So fair enough. And, uh, you know, the, my argument was that simply I would not be able to have the podcast consulting and equipment sales that I do had I, you know, not been doing the podcasting and continue to do the podcasting. But, you know, we, we do what we do here and, um, you know, I, I, I think that they're, uh, you know, and, and by the way, I, I guess one other thing I want to say is that I don't think the reason to podcast, you know, I don't, I don't think monetary gain is the only reason to podcast. And to say, be, you know, if anybody says, well, you know, you can't make hundreds of thousands, you can't support a family, which I, I believe one day I will support my family of five on content, you know, where, you know, two thirds or even you know, a majority, almost all of my income is coming in from content. I believe that that's possible. It is a dream of mine, and uh, it's a dream that I'm closer to now than I was, eight, uh, you know, less than two years ago. Less than two years ago, I made almost no money from my content at all, and today, one-third of my income is generated from it. And I think today we have 300, are we at 311 now? Let me take a look. If I head over to gspn.tv slash plus... Um, to do to do, yeah, we're at 311 plus members now, and so I mean, it, it's it's been amazing to see, you know, the the number of people who are finding the value in the content that we produce, and not just the content, but if you desire, also the community and uh, encouragement that that goes a part of of being a part of GSPN. 
And so, uh, and of course, if you're out there and you don't know what Plus membership is, head over to gspn.tv slash plus. Why not? Why don't you? And uh, have a look at it. So, yeah. Oh, goodness. Where else was I going to go with that? I think that's enough. Let's move on to Wayne. Wayne, what do you got to say, my friend? Hey, Cliff. Wayne Henderson here from MediaVoiceOvers.com calling for the Podcast Answer Man. Uh, During your recent Leo Laporte episode of the Podcast Answer Man, I could feel your uh, passion on the whole subject that you were talking about. Nice job on that. And, you know, in Leo's presentation that you played, you know, although it sounded like an off-the-cuff kind of statement about podcasting being dead, I'm Trying not to be cynical, but I'm thinking since it's been about 10 months since Michael Gohagen caused a stir with his podcasting is dead statement, I think that Leo had that line in mind and wanted to throw it out there sometime during that presentation with the purpose of causing another stir. I just think that's where he was kind of going. It's great to stir the pot because we all love defending the podcasting is dead statement, you know. And Leo says that people love watching live, like they listen to radio. My question is this, Cliff. Who listens to regular radio anymore? Out of everyone I know, my wife is the only person I know who listens to any over-the-air radio. The only things I watch live on TV are Lost, Fringe, and football games. And even when I watch those, I try starting the DVR about 15 minutes late so I can skip the annoying and or offensive commercials. And before podcasts and iPods came around, I did listen to some radio myself. In fact, I used to listen to Leo Laporte's Tech Guy show live on KFI here in Los Angeles on most Saturdays while doing chores and running around. But at this point, if Leo stopped providing his shows in a subscribable feed, I just wouldn't be able to listen anymore. You know, times have changed. I'm stuck on my iPhone and podcasts and all that type of stuff. And to paraphrase Leo, it would just be too much trouble. Cliff, you know, you also touched on the live and or streaming videos that Leo Laporte and some of the others produce. And I agree. Make them available as iPod or iPhone formatted, downloaded uh, podcasts into the stream, or else I'm never going to see them. You know, to quote Jeff Roney over at RoneyZone.com, I'm just saying. You know, whether or not podcasting disappears as we know it today, for myself, I'm still going to be producing online radio shows and sending them out somehow, somewhere. Talk to you later, Cliff. Great podcast you got going there. Thank you so much, Wayne. And I, yeah, I, you feel the same way that I do. You know, you cut the RSS feeds and the subscribable model that makes it easy for you to deliver your content to me. Then I'm not sure how long you can, you know, that I, I mean, there are going to be some, there would be some content that I would try to go out of my way to get. But boy, the, the podcasting makes it convenient. And sure, it, 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 it may not be easy to learn how to use podcasting at first. But boy, once you learn how to use it, it's not that difficult and um, you kind of get accustomed to how easy it is and, and you just kind of wish everything was that easy. So very good. And I'm not sure if I finished making this point. And uh, thank you for Jay ba- Panhorst in the uh, chat room. He says, you do it for fun and because you love your content. And there are many other reasons to podcast it. So, so here's what I think I was where I was going with my statement before before I kind of just went off on a tangent there, as I do sometimes on Thursdays after recording all day long, 
live uh, with very little sleep, unfortunately, sometimes, which I'm going to talk about in episode 437 of Pursuing a Balanced Life coming up next. But anyway, (laughs) you see how I get off on a tangent. But the whole idea is that, you know, how many people out there have the opportunity or the ability to go from, you know, just being Joe Schmo uh, or just a standard insurance agent guy and turning that into over the course of a, you know, five year period where uh, where you're earning all your income supporting your family based upon producing podcast content. How many people are going to be able to do that? Well, the, the, the honest answer to that question is I have no idea. I believe, you know, I, I really do believe that uh, given the right frame of mind, if that was your ultimate desire and your goal and you had the right motiva- motivation, determination, uh, let, me, let me see. If you had the passion for it, the talent for it, the determination, the self-discipline and the faith that that's what you're supposed to be doing, then I believe that anybody who had those things could make it happen. I, I I do. However, the likelihood that you know everybody's going to have all the things that it requires to do those things, you know, it, I'm not sure. You know, I, I can't speak to that. But let me tell you, I I do have a lot of people who hire me to consult with them, and when they hire me to consult with them, then um the the big deal is that they you know a lot of people say now how can I earn income from this. And I always consult people, you know, the best way to earn income from what you're doing there uh, and doing in podcasting is not necessarily by charging membership. You know, it is it successful if you do it right? Um, I believe so. I think I'm fairly successful at that model, uh, but it's not something that's going to happen overnight. I mean, gosh, it's taken me since 2005 so just, you know, four years now that I've been doing podcasting uh, to build the relationships that I have to have 311 people pay for content. You know, I, I mean, obviously, I think it, there are probably some things that I could do to tweak things here and there. And I could make, you know, you know, build it a little faster than I've done. But, you know, I, th- these are things that I'm living. I, I'm, I'm learning through the process. But you know what I find is that if you have a if you have a niche audience and you have a a certain skill set uh, you have a you have a certain uh, bit of knowledge and information like for example I love some of the clients that I've been working with re- recently dentists um, chiropractors um, to do to psychologists or psychiatrists uh, and I, I just love working with these people because they are they have such specialized knowledge in their fields in their niche field and these people are people that all could become trusted sources of information regarding their niche and i love that and what is that going to do now could they sell their podcast episodes i'm sure they could try and maybe even a handful of people will buy it and and i'm sure you could even do things to make that that number grow but giving it away for free may be very helpful and providing information. And, and this is something that I've learned over time. Provide a lot of content, provide a lot of information for free, add value, help people and, and, and do it for the right motives. You know, have the right heart and mind when you're helping people. Don't do it so that you're expect, you know, as though you're expecting something in return. But at the same time, I've learned that when I do something to provide value to other people, they desire 
to return something of value to me. And uh, so there you go. That that's that's pretty much it. And then of course Wayne, you talked about you know did Le- did Leo say this because he, you know he just wanted to kind of just throw that out there. Is there did he have an ulterior motive for that? Brian's in the chat room who echoes something similar. He says, "Is it possible that Leo just wants to corner the tech podcast market, meaning that he doesn't want competition from other tech podcasts?" I suppose that's possible. You know that he could throw that in there. I I didn't get that vibe, but uh, Wayne, I think you kind of sense that maybe that's a possibility as well. So maybe you guys are picking a vibe that picking up on a vibe that I I personally did not. So it could very well be. Um, let's see here. Let's move on to the next bit of audio feedback, and I'm pulling that up now as I'm multitasking. I'm watching chat rooms, looking at my email inbox, actually talking to you guys and processing an audio file that I just finished recording before this all at the same time. And my head is going to explode. But anyway, before I let my head explode, how about I uh, see what Nick has to say as I take myself a drink of water. Hey, Cliff, this is Nick Padley over at InBetweenSundays.com. Just listened to the last podcast Answer Man show and uh, made sure I listened to it all the way through, even though I wanted to send you feedback pretty much within the first 15 minutes of the episode just have to start off by saying I pretty much completely agree with everything you have to say and your entire assessment of Leo's comments. I think that that Leo himself is looking at uh, the future, looking at ways that he can monetize, and uh, I I really did not agree with his comment that podcasting is dead, and I think that you did a really good job of uh, treating what he had to say and doing it in a great manner, so thanks a lot for that. Uh, I'm sure you're getting plenty of other feedback about this particular topic, so just wanted to send in my two cents. Thanks a lot. Nick, thanks very much, and it's great to hear from you, and... uh you know, but yeah, I I I totally agree. I you agree with me, so I like that. Of course, obviously, uh, who doesn't like it when somebody agrees with them? Uh, but Nick, it, it is great to hear from you, and I'm glad that I'm not alone in in feeling the way that I feel about it. All right, so we're gonna move on, and here's here's the last one. This is uh, we've got a, several more bits of feedback here, but uh, this is the last one related to Leo. I saved this one for last because, well, you know. I love Tess and her awesome British accent, and she really sums up the whole thing really well and really helped me to understand exactly why I was so passionate about this topic. And so here's Tess and how she explains it. Hi, Cliff. This is Tess calling from Carmarthenshire in Wales for Podcast Answer Man. I've just listened to episode 130, which is your glorious rant about Leo Laporte's talk in which he simultaneously declared podcasting dead while boasting about 1.5 million of revenues per year. And I've got a couple of points to make. Firstly, who are you coming from when you compare the 20 people who tune into your live show to the many thousands who download your content? But I will say this. I'm one of the 20 who love the live show. And the reason I love it is not really the content itself, which is of excellent, of course, but rather the gaps between the shows. Because the shows are, um, well, they're kind of performance, but in the gaps, there's, there's friendship and, and affection. Now, I don't know Leo Laporte from Adam. I've never heard any of his shows. Um, but it saddens me if he thinks he's now so big that he can mock and belittle his audience, however much in jest his comments about sad geeks really were. It reminds me kind of Gerald Ratner in the UK, who's a famous jeweller, 
owned a huge chain of jewellery shops. And he famously told a business lunch audience that he made so much money because his jewellery was absolute rubbish. Actually, he used rather more colourful language. Um, his business collapsed almost overnight when this was reported, and he's now a much humbled man. Maybe I judge Leo too harshly, who knows, but he doesn't sound like someone I'd really want to connect with on a personal level. Here's a man who has seven employees but boasts, I'm bigger than tech TV ever was. I mean, what about the rest of his team? I'm sure that when Leo says podcasting is dead, it hurts because he's been a huge inspiration to you and it feels like betrayal. I'd probably feel the same way if someone who'd encouraged me to pursue faith in God suddenly turned around and declared that he was now an atheist. But to be honest, I wouldn't put too much faith in what someone like Leo Laporte's saying. I mean, after all, he is a businessman who doesn't appear to much respect his audience in his search for wealth and fame. And maybe he's just trying to discourage the competition. When I first signed up as a Plus member, I did so because I wanted to support someone who was taking a huge risk to achieve a happier life. But I renewed because your content over the last year has just been irreplaceable. It's that good. Just keep following your own path, Cliff. You're doing a fantastic job. Well, Tess, thank you so much. And I, I really value your opinions and your thoughts on that as well. And, I, you know, I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Not knowing Leo um, and, 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 de- and understanding who he is, I, I can definitely understand where you're coming from. And, and I probably give him a little bit more leniency in some of the things just because of, I, I know his demeanor, his personality, and, and stuff like that. But definitely understand from your perspective how you could say, you know, he's not somebody I'd want to follow or, or you know, and, and stuff like that. I, I completely get that. But, um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think the, the, the greatest thing that you said there and, and really sums it up, you know, uh, in fact, uh, Jonathan's on our chat room. He says, you know, passionate and, or, or maybe it was uh, Professor A. You know, am I being passionate or am I being defensive uh, about this topic? And and I probably I would actually say not probably I'd say that I was both. I'm very defensive of of podcasting because I do value podcasting so highly. I mean, it is you know, and 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 I said this I think last week. If it were anybody else, I mean, obviously I I I went through this whole thing with Michael W. Gohagen, but again, Michael W. Gohagen was somebody who was an early pioneer in this field and and there are a lot of people who who follow him um but <laughs> i love john he, he's, he just asked me a, a very funny question uh so anyway I'll, I'll get to his funny question in just a minute but yeah I, I i do value him and he introduced me to this industry and and i and it is it, i did feel with you know michael w gohagen said it and you know podcasting is dead uh, and and it kind of like you know I was defensive there, uh, and and I was even passionate then, uh, but it it did it it kind of stung just a little bit more when Leo did it because he was the person who introduced me to this awesome medium and and I and really a lot of the early passion that I got was from his passion for the medium and to to see him to say anything negative and especially to hear him say well we knew podcasting was dead from the beginning kind of like, oh, you know, just wow. So yeah, a little defensive, a little passionate there about about the whole subject and uh and I'm certain that that had a lot to do with it. Uh on a completely unrelated note, uh I think John's in our chat room. He says, "Hey Cliff, just a question. Do you consider your mustache to be a part of your brand of who you are just like other people are known for their hair or like Jay Leno is for his chin?" 
I know that's totally random, but I was just looking at your cartoon picture for the Pam lo- logo once again, and uh, he says, oh, yeah, and I know, totally random. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say that my mustache is a part of my brand because I always have a mustache. Uh, and I love Greg's in the chat room. He says, great question. Uh, too funny. Uh, just as a side note, I, I'll, I'll walk down this rabbit hole with you. Uh, some people said, you know, why don't you shave off your mustache? Why don't you shave off your mustache? And it's because when I was in elementary school, I have really big lips. And I, I've, my wife tells me all the time, she goes, man, women would kill to have your lips. And I'm like, yeah. And if I'm a, if I were a woman, maybe I'd be okay with my lips. But I'm not a woman and I've got really big fat lips. And in in elementary school, uh, I was always made fun of for my big lips. And so as I, you know, as I, you know, in my teen years, I started to grow this mustache. And then all of a sudden I noticed that having the mustache on my upper lip kind of, uh, you know, kind of t- took away from the look of the big feel. And I, of course, I didn't recognize that or realize that, um, you know, until one day I actually decided, you know, actually I was shaving and I kind of shaved a little bit too far in on one side. And I'm like, wait a second, I've got just a little line there. Oh my gosh. And so I shaved my mustache off and oh my goodness, my lips looked like they had just been, you know, that I was allergic to bees and I just got stung by a swarm on my mouth. Uh, it, my, my lips looked that big and, and maybe I was just self-conscious or whatever, but I swore to myself, I'll never shave my mustache off again as far as I'm concerned. So anyway, uh, so yeah, my mustache, it, it's, it's always going to be there. Sometimes it'll look better than others. It doesn't matter to me, but definitely a part of my brand in, and, uh, the other thing is, is people ask me all the time, Cliff, are you going to get a new avatar for your cartoon image? And I, and I always say, yeah, I will, but I'm going to wait until I drop another 65 pounds. And when I, when I drive six, when I drop 65 pounds, that's when it's time for me to go get a new avatar. So thanks for asking any other totally random questions before we move on, uh, which I'm totally cool with. I, you know, this is what I love about podcasting. You know, I, I can, I can do whatever I want and, 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 and it's fun. And, you know, if I don't have a radio producer that's expecting me to do a certain thing and if you don't like it, then, uh, then, then, uh, you know, you can turn me off and go listen to something else that you really like. And, uh, that's the cool thing about podcasting. All right, moving on. Here is, uh, oh, you know what? I think this is actually a a testimonial, and this comes from Vince. Hello, everybody. This is Vince Rotolo from the bmoviecast.com, and I just wanted to say um, my website got hacked last week, and my RSS feed was totally scrambled, and I panicked. iTunes wasn't updating, and I had no way of fixing this thing, so I was listening to Cliff Ravenscraft um, podcast, answer man and i got his phone number so uh i called him up and uh he consulted with me uh, on screen over the internet and within uh 15 minutes he had me back up and running again so it was money uh, well spent and not only that i still had like you know 40 minutes left so we went over a variety of things and he uh, gave me a lot of good uh, recording tips and whatnot so uh this is my testimonial, 
If you ever have problems with that, give Cliff a call because uh, there really ain't a whole lot of people out there that uh, can do that kind of stuff. So, Cliff, my uh, hat off to you. Thanks for the help. I'm up and running again. Many thanks. Bye now. All right, Vince, thank you so much for your testimonial. Uh, let me explain to you guys what happened. It was it was Sunday afternoon, and of course, for those that don't know this, I take Sundays off, and, and believe it or not, I do take a day off and and I say that for those of you who you know randomly stop by the the you know the chat room throughout the week you know that I work some ridiculously long hours. I love what I do, but uh in like I said episode number 437 of Pursuing a Balanced Life I'm going to be uh sharing that, that I desperately need to 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 get some things under control. But anyway, with that being said, it was it was Sunday afternoon. I have the strict policy that no, I am not going to do client work on Sunday. And so I got this email. I noticed in my email it it, it had this big bold subject line that says "Please help." And I got this email from Vince. It says, you know, hey uh, Cliff, I, I've got a big huge problem. Here's a link to my podcast. Uh, my web host uh, they had a big you know hardware failure. Um, unfortunately, I didn't ha- did not have a backup of the most recent stuff on my sh- on my WordPress database, but they were able to restore something that was a you know several weeks old or something like that. He lost ten of his most recent uh, posts on- in his WordPress. Uh, they were able to reinstall his WordPress. They were able to to re uh, you know re or uh, restore from their most recent backup of his data. Uh, which again was pretty close. And what happened though is he was experiencing some issues where he, when you typed in his RSS feed, he basically had no RSS feed. It, it, it was just not, it wasn't that it was misformatted, it was just completely gone. Um, and, and at one point, um, it, it, we just thought, you know, he, matter of fact, I clicked on it. I didn't, I, I didn't want to help him right then and there because I knew I wasn't going to work on Sunday. But I did click on it just to see what it was. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this is pretty serious. I mean, I, I, I looked at it. His permalink seemed to be fine. Everything else seemed to be in order. I mean, I couldn't find anything else that was wrong. It was just the RSS feed was just non-existent. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I, I wonder if it, even I'm going to be able to fix this. I, I mean, I'm sure we'll be able to figure out something. Um, but you know, if there's something corrupt in his database that's causing this, or is it missing files? I have no idea what you know what this could possibly be. So I email him back, and I said, you know, Vince, I'm really really sorry, but I don't do any work on Sunday. And by the way, he's he had his phone number on there. Please call me as soon as you can. Um, and I said, I, I really apologize, but I I just I just don't do any work on Sunday. Uh, and and and. I want to tell you that as a podcaster myself, can I just say, I, I know if, if you're anything like me, you're probably totally freaking out right now. And you're prob- your heart beats probably beating a thousand times a minute and, and you, you just don't know what you're going to do. You're, you're, all the color is probably out of your face and you can't breathe. And because and, and, I don't know if you're like that, but that's how I would be. I said, but listen, you know, here's the deal. I'm fairly certain that we'd be able to accomplish something. I'm thinking we would definitely be able to do something within an hour. I mean, I can get you, you know, a whole new install uh, relatively quickly. I'm pretty sure that we could fix whatever it is an hour. 
Uh, so let's go ahead and schedule a time for tomorrow, which was yesterday, I believe, at, which was Wednesday. Or no, no, it was Sunday. So it was Monday. So, um, gosh, my day has flown by. Is it already Thursday? Jeez. So anyway, but I said, I, I said, here's the deal. Do me a favor. Don't try to do anything at this point. I, there, there is something. It's, it's nothing you've done wrong. And as far as I can tell, there's not one quick, easy fix to this. Uh, just don't worry about it. Go out, get some fresh air, breathe, and understand this thing's still going to be there tomorrow. And I even know that you have uh, lots of listeners. You've been podcasting for a very long time. I know that you have a lot of listeners. And, um, you know, the, the only thing I can tell you is that your listeners will understand if you have a, a one day of downtime. It, it's not going to get any worse than what it is. So uh, let's talk in the morning. So we scheduled it. I think we either scheduled it for 830 in the morning or something like that. I I had no idea what was going on and if I was going to be able to fix it. And when I looked through a couple different things, I wanted to make sure it wasn't the permalink structure again and, and stuff like that. And it, as it turns out, all we had to do was um, we just went in and um, reinstalled WordPress over the existing WordPress and therefore, basically, it, it, it fixed the whole thing. So I don't know what didn't get restored or what didn't get backed up properly, but his database was in perfect tact, and uh, it was just the, the actual files for WordPress just weren't quite up to the standards. And I think what happened is when they installed WordPress, they actually installed uh, an older version of it, and I think the database was upgraded to the most recent version, uh, and and so I think there was something along those lines. But anyway, a quick upgrade to the most recent version of WordPress and uh, just overwriting all those files pretty much fixed it immediately. So within 15 minutes, it was he was back up and running. Uh, he had never heard of the WordPress database backup uh, plugin. Or no, wait, okay, that was wrong. No, he had the WordPress database backup plugin. But in his mind, the only way you could do a backup was to manually go in each time and uh, click on a backup. And I, I went in, I said, no, you know, you said that you, you had to go in and re-enter 10 of your episodes. Uh, I said, are you familiar with the WordPress database backup? He goes, yeah, I've got that, but I, you know, I just don't ever think to go in and back it up. I said, well, you know, why not schedule that? And if you guys aren't aware of this, if you have a WordPress installation, you could actually have daily backups of your WordPress database and it will email them to you automatically. You don't have to do anything. It will just email you that easy. And of course, we just went in and and, uh, initiated the backup, told it to do all the extra tables from uh, the plugin that he's using and uh, set it up on a weekly basis. And I said, here you go. There you go. And, and then of course we talked about some other things and ended up making it a, a full hour worth not only getting his mindset at ease and getting his RSS feed running, but, uh, some other things. And I was just glad I'll be honest with you. You know, when, when I come across something I've never seen before, I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I going to be able to work this out? You know? And I was just glad that it worked. Uh, Daryl's in the chat room says, what is the plugin that does auto backups, Cliff? And that is WP Backup DB, I think is what it's called. Um, let's see here. If you just do a Google search for WP Backup 
and I am just right there. And uh, yeah, it's WPDB backup. And all I did was I went to Google.com, typed in WP space backup, and the very first thing that pulls up is WordPress WPDB backup plugin. And it is awesome. Everybody should have it, and you should be setting that up a minimum of once uh, once per week. And uh, so there you go. All right, uh, moving along, uh, we're going to go to Doug, who has some feedback about... Uh, I think this is uh, when you have an episode that doesn't fit. We had, a, we had a caller a while back who has a podcast that uh, is about Japan, and he recorded an episode or an interview with somebody, and it was completely, completely different than the normal feel of his show. And we talked about that. And so that was a couple of episodes ago, and here's what Doug had to say about that. Hey, Cliff, this is Doug in Atlanta calling for the uh, podcast Answer Man. I just listened to um, your advice to the one podcaster about Japanese uh, topics, uh, about a, uh, an interview he had that he didn't think quite fit the um, the uh, the purpose of his podcast, and you suggested that you know it's, it's up to him, but you may want to either maybe start a new podcast with that as a topic, or uh, rethink the uh, main topic of your podcast. I would say that there's another option, and that would be to put it in the feed of your normal podcast, but perhaps at the beginning, give a little bit of a uh, a disclaimer that says this particular podcast isn't necessarily going to fit maybe what all of you believe is, uh, you know, um, what you expect from this podcast, but it, it's tangentially related to it. It was in an interview for this uh, podcast, and so I'm going to put it in here and just let you uh, decide whether or not you want to listen to it. I would take as an example uh, the Weekly Lost podcast by Cliff and 70 Ravenscraft, which is a podcast about the show Lost, whereas recently you've been doing some repeats you know, flashbacks from your old shows. That's great. You'd say so at the beginning. Here's what's coming up in the next few podcasts or flashbacks. And now it's a podcast about a podcast about loss. Um, but not a big deal. If you don't want to listen to them, you can skip them. In the title, it says exactly what it is. You announce it at the beginning. Here's what this is going to be. And if you're really only looking for information about Lost itself, you can skip it and go on. So I would think that that, that that's another another option that he could just say, hey, this is going to be something uh, a little out of the ordinary, a little different, um, and uh, and just and just put it out there. Anyway, that's an idea. Thank you very much, Doug. That is an excellent idea. I don't even know why I didn't think to say that myself. Uh, and of course, one of the things that I've even done in the past here is occasionally I'll even release a video episode of the podcast Answer Man. It's been done a, probably at least three times in the past, uh, something that's not very done very often. It's not done often enough that I would create a whole separate feed for it. I had no desire to do that because I, that's not something I'm going to do that often. And I definitely not planning on changing the format of the show, but occasionally I will drop in a video into the podcast Answer Man feed. And by the way... I would never suggest doing that on a consistent basis. So if it, if it does happen, you know, once a month or even once every other month, I would, you know, I, I'd carefully consider those things. So, uh, but yeah, and Professor Allen says a lot of podcasts I listen to do special episodes, quote unquote, or identify, let's see, or identify episodes in the title if they are a little out of the ordinary. Very good. Absolutely. 
All right, so moving along, we have a little bit of feedback from Chris regarding Google Voice. Hey, Cliff, this is uh, Chris Russell with JobRadio.fm. Just calling in with a a tip for your listeners. Uh, I know you've spoken about um, uh, audio comment lines in the past and uh, collecting voicemails uh, to play on your show, Um, and you've recommended some some good services out there. Uh, Recently, I've been using Google Voice um, as my comment line, and i got to say, I've been pretty, very happy with the, uh, the audio recordings, the quality. Um, they beat my uh, previous um, uh, comment line uh, by, by a lot in terms of quality. So I've been using Google Voice now for uh, about a month or so. And it's definitely worked out uh, for me as far as getting some good audio quality feedback. So I just want to share that out there. Um, again, Google Voice. I think it's google.com slash voice if anyone wants to go there. Uh, you may need to get a... Um, an invite or uh, get put on the wait list, but um, it's definitely worth the wait. All right, take care. All righty, so there you go. And Chris, thank you for the feedback. I do want to talk about uh, Google Voice for just a second, if you don't mind, um, as far as the use for voicemail. It's definitely free, and I think that that's great. Uh, but I would like to give you just a little side-by-side comparison. And what I'm going to do, I am going to pull up my Google Voice account. So right now I am going to voice.google.com. And I'm, I want to give you some audio quality of, of a Google Voice voicemail. So let me go into, I, I think they archive all this stuff, don't they? So if I click on voicemail here and do, 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 so I'm just trying to, yeah, let me let me just play this. I, I'm just trying to find one without a phone number. So th- this is, of course, a, a, a personal-related voicemail, but here's the audio quality from this one. Hey, Cliff, Mickey Young with Grange Insurance. Just wanted to give you a quick call here before I pulled out of the driveway. Um, wanted to let you know I have an agreed price with Morningstar for all of the work, and we're going to be issuing another payment to you. Um, that check will have to be mailed. Um, we needed to get some additional information from morning. Okay, so did you hear how washed out the voice is in that? Um, I'm going to give you another one. Um, let's just try and... I love that they do the you know this transcript so you can kind of see if there's a phone number that's put in there right away. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Yeah, this one should work. Here we go. Hi, Cliff. It's Esther Mena. Things are going pretty good. I'm calling you because I'm thinking I'd like to figure out a way to get a phone hooked up to this, um, um, what would we call it? The mixer? Podcast board. There we go. And uh, let me see here if I do this one real quick. Hi there. <clears throat> Pardon me. My name is Ken Magus, and I had sent you an... Okay, so there we go. So you kind of get the the feel of the audio quality there. Now, I have the service that I use is called Broad Voice, and I'm going to download one. I have not yet previewed this one, so hopefully I won't have to do any post-production and edit this out. But let me see what this one is right here. This is, Listen to the voice quality difference. Ring somebody's neck, and uh, we all know who that is, uh, B. Tracy. Um, I, I, I figured out that uh, Jillian is right. Um, hmm, that's weird. 
I have no idea what that is. And actually, that sounded really bad. So uh, not a great one. Let me uh, pull up a different one here. Voice message. Nothing like live podcasting. I should actually do the uh, thing where I actually... Uh, where I pause it. But uh, here's Colleen. Let, let's see here. I, I'm pretty sure Colleen was for the full-time mom anyway. Or family from the heart. Hi, this is Colleen calling from Buffalo, and this is for the full-time mom show. Hi, Stefan, Sarah. I just got done listening to the episode that you made a free episode. Thank you so much. That was really sweet. Um, but I wanted to tell you guys that I absolutely love that episode. I actually do have a best friend that is like that. Her name is Mandy. Okay, so you hear the the voice. Now, obviously, everybody sounds like they're on the phone because, well, they are. But if you listen to that, the I guess the Google Voice just sounds like somebody's inside of a barrel uh, is the best way that I can um, describe it. However, with that being said, it, it is free and it works and and it may be something that you want to look into. I mean, it, it, it's it's certainly not going to hurt. And from what I understand, they're going to start rolling out some Google in giving uh, current Google Voice customers uh invites to give out now i'm i'm looking and right now i don't have any to give out yet but uh eventually they'll be giving it out but uh here's here's another one this is this is a google voice voicemail right here hey cliff it's rob murgatroyd got your email for the second invoice that sounds great excited one more payment that's over um, I do have a question for you, uh, and you can email me back whenever you get some time, but I just didn't have your email with me. Um, All right. Do you hear the washed out kind of in a barrel sound compared to this? And I truly believe as well as she does that God brought us together because she ended up marrying my husband's cousin, and the four of us are very good friends. But when you talked about entertaining so there is there is a big difference now the two the the service that I use again is called Broad Voice. Um, I recently went in and updated a post that I have on my site, so I'm going to encourage you to go to podcastanswerman dot com slash voicemail, and I have completely reworded. In, in fact, I I think I spent about two hours updating all the wording on podcastanswerman dot com slash voicemail. And so I talk about K7, which is what a lot of podcasters use, and it is really, really bad. Uh, Call 8, which is a service I've got pretty excited about, uh, and I think that it's going to work great for a majority of podcasters out there. The only concern that I had was that I started getting like 65 calls a week, and uh, you know, at four or five minutes each, they were it, it started the the price started to creep up a little bit on me. Uh, and so, and then of course, broad voice, which is, you know, in my, my mind's eye, I think it's about the best audio quality. And I think I end up paying like 15 bucks a month, $15 and 42 cents a month after taxes. So, and it's a flat fee. The only thing is, is that, you know, with, when you do use call eight, you do get the benefit of an 800 number, you know, that toll free, uh, does help out, but Google voice is free and it will certainly work. And, you know, sometimes you just go for what works and what what fits into the budget. And if free is for you, then then it's a great great option. I uh, want to just make a, a another note here for you guys, just to let you know. Today I did something for the very first time as a podcaster, and I organized and collaborated 
on show notes with my co-host in the Netherlands, Father Roderick, for the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast using Google Wave. That's right. We we actually created a document and maintained a collaboration on that document in Google Wave, and it works perfect for that. Um, it, it, is, it is, in my mind, exactly what Google Wave will be best at. And here's the thing. Uh, we were doing, we were using, sharing a Google document before. And the issue that I had with sharing the Google document was that Father Roderick was the one who created that document and he shared it with me. And I noticed that there were many times when he would be in the document at the same time as I was. And if I added something, there were times where if I hit, um, where if I hit the, what is it? Um, I was just looking in the chat room and I lost my train of thought. Oh, where I'd hit the save button, uh, it would tell me, I'm sorry, you know, we can't, you, you know, we're having trouble saving your documents. Uh, you know, try again later. And of course, you know, I've been typing in additional notes in that during the show as we're recording live. And that was really frustrating because then I'd have to go in and highlight all the changes that I made, copy, reopen the document. And they'll say, are you sure you want to browse away without saving? I'm like, well, no, I'd like to save, but I can't save. Uh, so I have to say, yes, go ahead and close the document. I reopen it, paste it in and hit save right away. And eight out of 10 times it would let me, it would let me do that, even though Father Roderick was in there. So I was finding that to be quite frustrating. And so therefore, um, today, since Father Roderick has a wave account and I have a wave account, we created a, a wave for our show notes for the Biggest Loser podcast. Very awesome to be able to be in the same document, changing things around, everything happening in real time, instant communication. And of course, we, as we were recording the show today, we thought, you know, hey, this would be great because we could actually type notes back and forth to each other. And uh, as we're recording the show, so here he is, he's in the Netherlands and I'm here. And, you know, could we always use um, Skype to do that? Well, yeah. But what if you're full screen and Skype's, you know, off in the corner somewhere or in my case, Skype's up on another computer up out of the, you know, out of my uh, regular site. I can see it in my peripheral vision, but I'd probably miss it if he was trying to chat, you know, send me a little IM during the recording of the show. So, you know, we said, what if we chat with each other about, you know, hey, let's, you know, we're at 16 minutes. We kind of need to wrap it up here and move on to the next segment. Uh, and he's like, yeah, that's great. But the only problem is what if you're typing at the top of the document and I'm down? And so he scrolled down. And he's like, sure enough, you know, you're typing up there, but I don't see it because I'm down here. And so he had the brilliant idea of creating a separate wave, a, a, another wave. So we have one wave, which is our show notes document. And then we have a second wave that is just for us to chat in. And it's, you know, we just, we, we don't just do linear chat all the way down. We kind of just chat a message and stuff like that. And once we're certain that the other person's read it, we can just erase it out. So it doesn't take up a lot of space. And we found that you can minimize and maximize and you can have two waves open side by side or on top of each other. And so here we are scrolling through the document, going through our show notes on time. And anytime we want to have a communication with each other while the other person's talking, we can type into that box and we see it in real time. It was awesome. Totally transformed the way that we recorded our show today. And uh, I really love it. So for, for podcasting, I think Google Wave is going to be something that, uh, in my mind, is going to be very cool. Now, there are still some features that, that Google Docs has that I that are not yet available in Google Wave that I'm aware of, such as I can hyperlink uh, directly to a Google Wave 
or a, a Google Doc. Uh, there are also there's also the ability to hit print on a Google Doc where I don't see that I can print a wave out. Uh, things like that. So lots of things to work on. Google Wave Google Wave is definitely not completely ready for prime time yet, but it is it is something that I see that is going to be very very beneficial. All right, so that's going to take care of me for today uh, for this episode of the podcast Answer Man. Now you know everything you want to know about my mustache and why I wear it all the time. So just in case you ever wanted to know, that is why. Hey, I have something for you. I am over the next uh, over the next two or three weeks. I've got a lot of different things happening, uh, and I'm, I'm actually going to be working uh, at at an, my old insurance agency where I used to work just to help them fill in for about ten days. And um, not really looking forward to that. But during that time, I'm going to try to see if I can put together some some things that I've been putting off way too long, and that's some products and services. Uh, that I want to offer to kind of actually help me generate some passive income. Again, I'm getting ready to record Podcast Answer Man episode number 437. I'm going to talk about the reason why I desperately need to do that uh, just just to make sure that I don't burn myself out in three weeks from now. And basically, what I, this is what I mean. I, there, Just to give you an idea, I want to put together like a, a couple different um, informational products. So you get the Podcast Answer Man every week for free, absolutely. And it kind of has a little hodgepodge of everything. But one of the things that I want to do is I want to create um, very specific training tutorials. Like I'd like to do a video that is, uh, you know, how, you know, this video is my podcast production process. This is how I go from beginning to end every step in the way. This video is a 15-minute video. Uh, and it, and I'll walk you through, and it's and it's going to be produced extremely well. I'm going to do, do take my time to do it just exactly the way I want to do it. It's going to look great, and you know maybe that'll be available for fourteen ninety nine or fifteen bucks or something like that. And it's gonna it's gonna be like all the all the behind the scenes how I pull off recording and, and producing all the way through. And then I'm gonna do you know I'm, I'm gonna maybe create some things that are it's it's like the go-to guide for the Ederall digital audio recorder everything you ever wanted to know about why you should you know why this recorder is the best and blah 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 and all this other stuff how you can use it and stuff like that um and then what i plan on doing is is like um an audio version of, of a informational product yeah i know i could put it out as a free podcast episode but i'm looking for some passive income and so you know I was thinking about the top 10 things you need to know before you start podcasting. The, those kind of things. The the top 10 mistakes most podcasters make. Um, you know, the the you know, the five things you ought to know about social networking and how to build an audience and community around podcasting. I, these kind of products. But the question I have, the question I have is this. What kind of information would you like from me so if let's just say you had 10 15 bucks to spend you know on something that would be extremely valuable and instead of paying me you know 95 bucks an hour and by the way my rates are going up july 1st but instead of and i'm, I'm just going to back the music up here a couple seconds uh but instead of pay, paying me 95 bucks to spend an hour with you on how to do xyz you know, what would you spend, what, if you could spend 15, 25 bucks 
to have a a thirty or forty five minute concise, well thought out product for me to um, to basically provide you that same information. What information is it that you would like? And so what I'm going to ask you to do is email me and let me know what that is. Feedback at gspn.tv. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. All right. How to grow a mustache. I can handle that. So uh, hold on. Let me get these ideas down since you guys are writing them in here. Uh, Let's see here. Yes. I hate when you do that, McMegan. (laughs) McMegan. How you doing, beautiful? Good. How was your day? He's going to my parent-teacher conference. Yes. What time is it? 6.15, same as Matthew's. But guess what? He gets a first look at my report card. Yay! Not yay. You you got all A's except for social studies. That's bad. Right? No. Social studies. You're going to have an A? Yeah, I think so. Rock on. Because, Because, or it was a C. Yeah. Going up to a B because um because of the curriculum night extra ten points. Did I say July or did I say November? November. That's my birthday. <gasps> did I say July or November when they're going up? Did I say July? Crud. Watch this. Oh, I'm still recording. This is great. So I'm still on the same recording, so I'll be able to fix this. Uh, uh, does hold this on. Let me just say. I'm can I just say podcast. November? Twenty fourth is my Wait, birthday. Wait. <laughs> Will you stop it? And get the bunny fe- bunny ears off of me. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. Scratch that. That's November first. Twenty fourth. There we go. And there. That I'll just I'll just put that in. <laughs> Bleep. Scratch that. All right. So let me 